Hello, Super Johnny. Hello, Super Trevor. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! Mamma mia. You guys, you're number one. Woohoo! See you in my games. Aha! It's game day, Trevor. It's game day. Oh, I, my dreams are fulfilled. My my ultimate fantasy is a reality. We have game day. That's a little creepy, but thanks thanks for being here, game day. Yeah, I, di- I didn't expect uh, I'd be in anybody's fantasy. I'll be I'll be honest with you, but my birth certificate surprisingly does not say uh, first name game, last name Dave. But oh. uh, you you can just call me Dave. That's fine. Okay, okay, uh-huh. game Dave. We're glad to have you here. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch game Dave constantly. Uh, I, mean, I do too. My wife's a little bit creeped out by it, to be honest. Right. Well, I'm not married, so I can watch it all I want with nobody yeah. being concerned about my game safety day. or health. I mean, can you believe it? Game Dave. It's Game Dave himself. Game Sir Dave. Game Ooh. Sir it's Dave. Sir, it sounds like you might you might need a, a Jackie Chan roundhouse to, to wake you up. Dave's fine. Dave is totally fine. Sir Game Dave Who's just Dave? used a Jackie Chan <laughs> reference. Wait, wait. Is Game... Is it's game, Sir is, Game Dave. Is it game? Is it Dave Game? Like Dave Comma Game? I think it's Sir Doctor Game Dave. I think Gamer game is, David is probably the preferred. So you know, sir, my God-given name. Okay, so it's Sir okay. Doctor uh, Gamer. Sir Doctor. I've not been knighted, but I still use Sir. Okay, Sir Doctor Who, Gamer David, Game Dave. That's right. The Gamer. Yeah, Dave. immediately answering the question. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sir. Yes. So Sir Doctor Who, uh, Doctor Pepper, Game Dave. The fifth dot, Esquire. Dot 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 org dot video games dot net uh, WordPress MySpace. WordPress. Yes. Add me okay. on Friendster. Yes, we're doing all this stuff right now, Game Dave. Hey, it's Game Dave. It's Game Dave. Game Dave's with us on what show is this, Trevor? It's Retro, Retro Bliss. Bliss. We screwed that up. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do. Ooh, Ooh Retro Bliss. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. This is Retro Blist. I am one of your hosts, Johnny Townsend, and he is Trevor Franklin. And we are definitely honored and shocked and surprised that he would decide that he would join us Me? on the show. Yeah, you. Okay. Yeah. After our last fallout, I didn't think you would come back, no. but you did. You crawled back to me and said, please, Johnny, please. Uh, and after that's what we did to get this guy on. We uh, begged. Uh, we, what else did we do, Trevor? We did a lot of stuff. Actually, I just asked nicely and he said, sure. Oh, okay. All right, well. What a, what a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, he is a nice hey, guy. Hey, look, it's Game Dave. Game Dave. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, man. Of course. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a fun slash interesting time. Slash yeah. professional. You forgot the word professional. Yes, profession. <laughs> I've been told before that we're intimidating to new people, which blows my mind because we're so stupid. Yeah. But I, I think what it is, we've just known each other so long. That's right. That we finish each other's sandwiches. That we so do. It just confuses people. You should have let me finish that. So. The intense oh, comfort. That's what it is. Yes. yes. Uh, we hold each other constantly. But mm-hmm. speaking of holding each other. Yeah. I do want to take a minute to uh, blabber, blother. What's the word, blubber? I'm going to let you say blubber. I like blubber. Blubber, yes. Blubber. Take a, a little bit about blother. our guest today. Yeah, that's a sentence <laughs> I want everybody to use now from here on out. Take a moment to blubber, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, Game Dave, 
is, uh, you know, he could probably introduce himself, and I'm going to introduce him anyways. Yeah, let's give him his proper credits. He deserves this. He is a, well, he's a human being. His real name is David, I believe. Right, Uh, But also, he has an awesome YouTube channel. He does. That I've been a fan of. I think, well, I was a fan of it and thought it's ridiculous that everybody doesn't know about Game Dave. And then you instantly loved it when I showed it to you. I loved it before that, I want to say. But it's that's close. That's <laughs> yeah. close. We're huge fans I loved of Game channel. Day before Game Day was born. You, There it is. Or cool. Back in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, I loved Game Day before he became all popular and everybody knew who he was. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, I just uh, love Game Dave's <laughs> YouTube stuff. And yeah. I just thought everybody should know about Game Dave. So go to YouTube, check out Game Dave. He also, well, you can find us on YouTube, too. But he also has a podcast it's digitally, digitally, that's how you say that word. Digitally. Digitally distracted. <laughs> and, yeah, I guess that'd be, that's a tough one for the Southern voice. It's, t- it's tough for me to say any word in general. Di- digitally? <laughs> Digitalis. Digitally? Digitally? Yes, digitally distracted. Yeah, it was a, sort go. of a new project that was really just supposed to be a video talk show. And then mm-hmm. people are like, why Why is this not a podcast? It's t- It's too long. So I was like, all right, you guys got some rough data plans. I'll release it in audio form just for you. Well, I'll tell you what, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, too, because I drive a lot, and it's just awesome that... I mean, he could either listen to your show or ours, and he's not going to listen to ours. Yeah, so... Uh, Now I I implore everyone to listen to this one, Retro Blist. Oh, there we go. If you could say that at places besides on the show itself, I'll pay you $5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm digitally distracted. I'll just be like, hey guys, welcome back to Retro Bliss. Oh, excuse me. Yes. Digitally distracted. Check is in the mail. I would do the same for you, but we've already uh, established that I can't pronounce the first word of your podcast. <laughs> but, yeah, don't call it Double D. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but, so I was, I was uh, thinking before, are we going to call uh, call you Dave or Game Dave or and then I was like, I could just use the initials GD, but then I thought that's not a good idea. Yeah. I know it's I'm really I've, I'm really messed up. Well, really, really poor branding on my side. <laughs> well, speaking of poor branding, I'll tell a little side story. OK, so my name is Trevor. My wife's name's Anna. And so my wife, my wife made up our wedding invitations. What if I was the end of the story? You just stopped right there. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if I should tell this. I think I should. No, Game Dave made me think of it. And Game Dave knows what he's doing. Do it. So my wife was just like. Totally, you know, innocent, way better person than I am. And so she put on the invitations, T and A, Trevor and Anna. Oh, yeah, he did. Whoops. This is, yeah, this <laughs> is true. Whoops. This is, this is true. And of course, me and all my friends noticed it right away, and hopefully other people did it. <laughs> that was on his wedding invitations. Yep. So it was pretty amazing to me. Mm, tomatoes but, and apples. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Oh, that's what it stands for. Yeah. But speaking of apples. And tomatoes. The game we're playing today is Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu. Mm. which I discovered completely because of Gang Dave's channel. And I believe this was one of your most recent ones. Is that correct? It no. was uh, It was the most recent in the, it was sort of the finale of the storyline. Yes. So that's right. That's yes. right. Oh, I'm glad you said that. So, yeah, so make sure when you go visit uh, Game Dave's YouTube channel that you watch it in order because it actually tells an arcing story that's really awesome. And I don't care how lame this makes me sound. I care. When I clicked on the video and it said Game Dave series finale, and it got kind of epic, I teared up a little bit. And then yes. I realized the Game Dave's not actually over, so that was awesome. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I just I wanted it to seem more intense than it was. It was more yeah. like a cliffhanger, more of an end of the season than a series. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm you with Trevor. I, I cried a little bit, 
But I don't want to give you too much of credit, Dave. I cry over everything before I go to sleep. That's night. true. That's the only way. Hey, I you know what? It's okay to be a sensitive uh, flower. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I cry in the shower. I cry when I drive anywhere. <laughs> Are you sure it's not just? It could be the water from the shower that I, I, makes it look like you're crying. Now you're the you think I'm an idiot because you're right. <laughs> 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 so this game, Jackie Chan's action kung fu. I'll say, I'll speak for Johnny. Okay. We had no experience with this game before uh, I saw it on, or we saw it on the Game Dave channel. And I actually, (laughs) when we decided that uh, we would invite Game Dave on and he agreed, actually ordered this, the Famicom version, straight from Japan, because I wanted to be able to play the real deal if we were having, you know, Gamer David on. That's right. That's right. Sir Gamer David. So Mm -hmm. I'll just go and say the, the NES cartridge. Which I believe you played the Famicom version as well. No, you had the NES version. But anyways, the NES copy is, is quite pricey now. Yeah. Yes, it's it's quite expensive. I knew that it was going to be uh, sort of the storyline finale game. Right. And I started looking for it well before I even started the series. And I was lucky enough to come across it at a convention. Because it's, it's, a, it's a pricey one. I, I managed to find it with the manual, which is also pretty, pretty oh. rare to come by. Yeah, I'm actually going to read a little bit from the manual. That's pretty sweet. We have the Famicom version here in front of us, and it has the most hideous rendition of Jackie Chan I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's not stereotyped or anything. No, no, not at all. But the good news is this cost me less than $15, and it's 100% in English. There's no Japanese at all in the game yeah, itself. Yeah, it's pretty much identical, so, so. It's, it's worth picking that one up. Yeah, And also, this is Trevor told me this. This really shocked me and usually things don't shock me unless i'm touching an open you know socket or something mm-hmm. but uh this game came out here first in america yeah that according to wikipedia which never lies yeah that's always true uh <laughs> the nes version came out in december of 90 and the the famicom version was january of 91 which yep just, just barely just barely it just surprised me it just seemed like a yeah seemed that's shocking yeah um i think I'm Do just you? going to go and read the story from the manual. I think that's a good idea. To give I'm very curious about this story. So I'm let me let me give a little background for, for Gamer David here. Uh, Trevor and I just played this game. Literally, what, half an hour ago we just finished playing this? Yeah. Uh, um, we, we got to the very last boss. We did not beat the last boss. But that's how far we got. And we... I would say we cheated because we put in the code, but the the manual tells you the code. Okay. They oh, almost, yeah, like the, that's the crazy. 99 lives code or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So we played legit, you know, with the five lives it starts you with, and I think we made it to the third level. Oh, yeah. It's a tough, it's a tough game. It's, and I cannot believe, though, that it gives you the level select code and the 99 lives code right in the manual. <laughs> it's like they knew. They're like, yeah. you know what, let's... Let's be nice. Jackie Chan likes everybody to have fun. He does. You know, experience the whole game. Here's a little code for you. But sadly, we still gave up even with the 99 Lives code. Yeah, we yeah. We, we made it to the end. At least I believe he was the end. We never finished but, anything. That's no. our. Well, that's the question our... is, did you get to the point where the final boss turns into a spider? Yes. Yes. Then yes, yes you the made it to the spider killed me the, and then we gave up. <laughs> yes. Combat spider. Yes. Yes. We made it that's to the awesome. spider. So what is, what's the story so, of this game, Trevor? The game story. By the way, this manual is super short, but it's cool looking. Oh, so it's only like two foot one? Yep. Jackie Chan and his twin sister, Josephine, were two of China's best kung fu fighters. Trained together from birth, they were a formidable team. All was fine until their master's archenemy, the sorcerer, returned from behind the Great Wall to seize power and rule China. The sorcerer put a spell on Josephine and made her disappear, believing that neither twin could be strong enough to defeat him without the other. 
Along the way, the sorcerer sends his henchmen to try to destroy Jackie. Watching over the uncouth, <laughs> watching over the young kung fu fighter. You can do this. I'm his master. It. His master. <laughs> his meister. My throat is getting so dry. His meister. His master guides and instructs him through the action-packed ordeal. Yeah, and he's a tightwad and won't give him any money. That's right. Um, what a meister, huh? Jackie must now rescue his sister and save China by defeating the sorcerer. I believe you mean Seister. <laughs> Seister from the Meister. And the, evil's, the, uh, the evil monsters created by the Seister's magic. There we go. That did not, that went exactly how I thought it would. Smooth, smooth. Butter Anyways, smooth. there's your story. <laughs> there's a cough. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> this show uh, is nothing but professional. Yeah. Uh, everything we say, uh, Dave will say that he supports fully. Yes. Like, even if I say uh, porcupines make great pets for children. He's not wrong. I support that 100%. Exactly. <laughs> and great seat cushions. But uh, that, that's the story. So Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu for the NES is uh, very much an action platformer. Very straightforward. So I think before we get into the game, I think it's important for us uh, to discuss Jackie Chan the man himself real quick. Oh, that's very important. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, now... I am a major fan of Jackie Chan. Trevor, I'm fairly certain you're a Jackie Chan fan. Oh yeah. And I know for a fact Dave is a is a is the big fan of the JC. Oh yeah. It's a dangerously uh high level of fandom. Right. So I, I'm gonna go on a limb and assume you've seen way more of his movies than I have, and I've seen quite a few. I I'm definitely uh a purist. Yeah, I I've <laughs> I've delved deep into the Jackie Chan action. Yeah, and I, I've always, he's always been one of my favorites, just purely because he's not afraid to throw in comedy with his stuff, mm-hmm. and he's also, I mean, he's so good, and he's so good. I've always hated when somebody was supposed to be so good, but they never took a beating. It's like they were just so good, nobody can touch them. <laughs> yeah. But Jackie Chan's the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he's the, he shows that he's vulnerable in almost every one of his fights. It's it's great. Yes. My wife, just yesterday, well, because we were covering this game. She realized she had not really seen any Jackie Chan movies, except maybe, I don't know, one of the more recent American ones, maybe. Or probably Rush um, Hour, you know. You know what it was? We were watching the Lego Ninjago movie, which I'm not going to lie, I found to be fun. Oh, yeah, fun. he's uh, he's in that. Yeah. yeah, he's Master Wu. But, uh, and I, I just had a fun time trying to explain to her, no, if you just look at it now from a technical level, it's not like he's, you know, an Oscar winning actor. But he's an incredible talent, and there's just nobody that's took his place. I'm going to go to limb and say he's a much better actor than he gets credit for. Well, that that was kind of my point. But to me, that the physical acting is just something that's lost. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, it's a lost art, but it's just as amazing as any other kind of acting. Yes, I'll put him right up there with Mr. Bean, who's one of my personal favorites. <laughs> I don't know the, if that's an insult or no, a high compliment. Insult. I'm you also watched, a big, uh, big Mr. Bean fan. As I love, well. I love oh, yeah. Mr. Bean. He's one of the greatest physical comedians of oh, all yeah. time. This is Not how insult. sad my my Mr. Bean fandom is. <laughs> it's so weird that you brought this up. Literally, literally today, I had the score. This is sad. The score <laughs> to the film Bean playing while I was working today. What? Who that, does that? I'm going to be right there with you because I was playing 
Mr. Bean, the, you know, the series, there was, there was only 14 episodes, sadly, but That's I had sad. him running in the background while I was drawing today, like a boss. <laughs> wow, this was a Mr. Bean a day. Yeah, bunch of bosses. This is now the, the <laughs> retro <laughs> boss podcast. That's what it is. <laughs> so uh, put your sisters to bed. This is not for her. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> She's too young for this. See, I don't, I don't know what my favorite Jackie Chan movie was, but I went through a phase where I just ate up anything. Because I just thought it was so amazing when I realized he did his own stunts and that he legit. I think maybe it was the Legend of the Drunken Master where I first saw. Oh, that's one of my favorites. That's that's where I found uh, Jackie Chan actually, and I was in Blockbuster Video yeah. with uh, yep. uh, my family, and I saw it on the the rack. I was like, "What is this?" Oh, so good. Yes, oh, Blockbuster so good. Well, they were, I guess. Yeah. Well, there's only one left now, apparently. <laughs> the last Blockbuster. Yeah, sad. Crazy. But I think the the Drunken Master one was the one where I first saw the behind the scenes. Like, he's getting smacked in the face with railroad signs and, and jumping from trains. And I thought, this man's amazing. Yeah. But, speaking of amazing. Behind. Do you want to just get into it with the game? No. Okay. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was very oddly timed because you were like, behind, let's get into it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. Smooth. So, Graphics. Game Dave, mm. I want you to go first. Just what's your first impression of how the game looks when he first booted up? I love it. I, I it feels like yeah, that's what Jackie Chan's should look like in eight bit. I'm all about it. I I it's very colorful. I mean, fairly simple graphics when you really get down to it. Super cartoonish, but a good likeness. And I know a lot of people, you know, this game was also released on the Turbo Graphics, and really the only well, graphically it's better. You can't deny that, but I still feel like the style of the NES version is just more lovable. Like, that mm -hmm. extra polish kind of took away the charm a bit. And, you know, the TurboGrafx version also is, is a little bit more difficult, has some changes in the, in the enemies and whatnot, so they almost are like different games. So I wouldn't say, I would never say the TurboGrafx version is superior, because really they are different enough where you know they're both worth playing but i prefer action kung fu on the nes for mm -hmm. sure but yeah i think graphically very colorful it, it does the job i'll say that i'm gonna have to agree i just maybe this is just the artist in me but i really love when a game has a sense of its own style about it and this game definitely does that it's got its own personality especially with how the graphics are i mean just look at the the, the jackie chan sprite itself like when he's running his face gets determined mm -hmm. and when he stops his face it just changes so mm -hmm. I, I absolutely love the little details in this game, and the colors to me really, really pop very, mm -hmm. very well. So graphically, I loved how this game looked. And I totally agree. I think the first word that came in my head when I popped this game in was chunky. And I mean that in the best way possible. He Every says, <laughs> that's the first word that pops in his head anytime he sees me as well. Yeah, or anytime there's a mirror in the room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why my wife calls me all the time, and I'm not sure what she means. Maybe she just but, wants to know what kind of peanut butter you like. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. But just the, the sprites are so chunky, and everything's so chunky, and I love that in yeah. an NES game. And the 7-ups aren't bad either. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I, I love the way it looks. It's just... It's like a men's it, it, warehouse suit. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. But it's a great looking uh, game. Well worth it. Well worth yeah, using yes. the train of thought with that it's, joke. It was solid. You're Our train derails often. It does. Doesn't even have a track. So uh, let's get into the music and the sound. Sure. 
<laughs> Do you want to? I'll yeah. go back. I'll jump off this train right now. <laughs> the graphics are pretty. How about the music and sound? Oh, here we go. Uh, I'm going to go first on this just because... I think you're better I, than us. No, it's not that. I just already started talking before okay. thinking, which is what I usually do. But I really, really, really love the music in this game a lot. That's the part I didn't realize I would like so much. But particularly the song, I almost want to say it's like the castle music. I really love that. The level in which it gets dark at times when you're not near a light source. Mm-hmm, the music mm-hmm. that's playing during that, I really, really like that music a lot. All the music in it was really good, but that track itself, particularly for me, stood out in a mm-hmm. very, very positive way. And it's surprising how good the music is, considering how short of a game it really is time-wise. Like, th- mm-hmm. There's a lot of music... Uh, a lot of different types of compositions in this. You've got, mm-hmm. you know, 8-bit renditions that feel very, you know, oriental, very traditional. And then you have some more like driving tracks that really push you through the action. And, you know, the battle themes are really like bassy and it, it's a solid soundtrack. It really is. And my favorite, and Dave, you might, I think you probably have some inside information into the, the world of video game YouTubers. So I'm going to ask you, my favorite track has this tune, and it's only at the start of the track, and it's only a few seconds. He's going to sing it for us right now. <laughs> I wish I could, but I can't. <laughs> but it was by far my favorite, and I couldn't place it, but I feel like I've heard it somewhere. Then I realized, that's the Angry Video Game Nerd theme song. Like, dun 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 Yeah, that's what he does. Just just for that little bit. And I and I, I just, I, I wonder if that's where he got it from, if that's where the Angry Video Game Nerd got it from. Because it's so uh, similar. That would be some, that would be some deep lore cuts right there. Yeah. I, I don't think so, but that that's a crazy catch. Yeah, what a yeah. stupid question. It would right? be awesome if it was. <laughs> I'll ask him at the next convention. That's like this yeah. is like a Chris Farley interview. When he was <laughs> when he was talking to like any star on SNL, he'd be like, Hey, do you remember when you were in the Beatles? That oh my like, gosh, the Paul McCartney one. Yes. Oh man, <laughs> hilarious. Speaking of deep cuts, what if Jackie Chan's action kung fu was like the craft work of video game soundtracks? Because, you know, Coldplay and Beyonce and a bunch of modern musicians like took loops from craft Kraftwerk songs. Yeah, you're embarrassing me right now. <laughs> what if that is Jackie Chan's action kung fu? I don't know. Never don't mind. Know. Well, there was a- actually a, a full medley remix of uh, some of the major tracks in the game that was composed for my episode on the game that ended up not being used. Oh. Pretty crazy. Yeah, oh, I'm wow. have to release that at some point. Yeah, for sure. I want to hear that. Sweet. Did you make that? That was done by uh, Kevin Hoover, who's one of my uh, wonderful helpers on the Game Dave channel. He does a lot of cool music cool. stuff. A lot of times I'll have an idea for a track, and I'll lay down a demo, I'll send it to him, and then he'll make it not sound like hot baby garbage, which is good. <laughs> That's what our producer does. Yeah. Our well-paid, <laughs> well-compensated, doesn't-get-jack-squat producer, Chris. That's right. Thanks, man. Give him a round. Give him a round. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing it right we now. We should give him a lot more than that. But we're not going to. Yeah, I I, I love the music. I can't, it's, like Dave said, the amount of, sorry, game Dave, the amount of variety <laughs> in this short game, it's almost unprecedented because it really is a short game. They we'll did get, a really we'll good job. Minute, they did a really but. good job of, even though, uh, how many tracks are there, like how many music tracks are there all total? I don't know because it definitely does repeat some later. It does repeat, but what I'm saying is yeah. they did a really good job of mixing them up very well. Yeah. Yeah, they did. 
like the the uh is it the fifth level? It's, yeah, the fifth yeah. the fifth levels. Nor is that the fifth. Which element. one's where it gets dark and that you were talking about? The fifth element. Okay. And that level, you know, you got the foreboding, creepy music, and then it kind of switches back to the upbeat music, but it sounds like it's very intentional. It's just cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not it does repetitive. a good job with those, like, mid-stage um, music changes. Yes. Definitely there, that's a good way to say what I was saying. Which is what I was known for in high school. But, a game <laughs> behind. <laughs> Mids Warehouse. <laughs> Do you hear that? Mm. Do you hear that? It sounds like an airplane crashing. It does. Oh, that's our podcast. I was on board. Okay. (laughs) Nobody survived, Um, and I was the only one that was on it. Game Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Uh, Split. (laughs) Glass. (laughs) We win! (laughs) Trevor, tell us what we won. You won a ticket on another podcast. You're fired. (laughs) I knew it was going to (laughs) happen. All right, let's get into the gameplay. Really? Okay, let's do it. We don't have to. Let's do it. All right, let's get into it. So, according to the manual, um, who knows all, you can jump with A and punch and kick with B. Well, this is true because we did those things. But, honestly, just to simplify it, a is <laughs> more simple than that. Well, you didn't see the manual. It was complicated. Okay. A is jump. B is kick. If you do up and B, you do your special move. But you get different special moves. There's a 180 degree kick. There's a 360 degree kick. And then there's a sky attack where you kind of roll up in a ball. And the way they work is there's these fro- frogs. <laughs> Explaining this game is kind of ridiculous, actually. Yeah, yeah oh, it, it is. Yeah, the frogs these, are the good ones. There's frogs you punch in the face. Yeah, you punch them hardcore. And they either poop out a bowl of ramen, I believe it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or your special moves, which I can't remember what that's supposed to be. Now, but. Game Dave, let me ask you this. If you came across a frog that you punched in the face, and out from beneath its buttocks came a bowl of soup of some kind, <laughs> uh, would your first thought be, I need to eat this? Because mine would be that. <laughs> My, that would. My second thought would be, I got to punch more frogs because this is amazing. Yeah, I yes. get some more. I, you know, I don't have to buy dinner tonight. Heck yeah! yeah. Just go you know, punch that actually frogs. comes from a, an ancient Chinese tale. Oh, really? That, that frogs um, give good fortune. So that's sort of where that comes from. That's what you know. It's not as random. I mean, it's random that you punch them in the face. Yeah, but it's not so <laughs> random that they give you good things because you know they're lucky. Frogs are very lucky in Chinese culture. On here, they just give us warts. <laughs> that's true I, kn- I would know I'm looking at one right now it's have you ever had a toad pee on you it's really bad like it's on nasty. purpose or that's the only way that's the only way <laughs> like I think rec- the toad did you mean it on recreational purpose. or business <laughs> that's the only way that's the only way Trevor can get any sleep at night he's gonna have a frog pee on you <laughs> ever let a it's toad a very, just pee on you once it soaks into the pores yeah. it's, it's very soothing yeah, it's really good for yes. getting out those toxins <laughs> <laughs> well you know I've had the sore throat and yeah well, that's how I got the sore throat, actually. But. You have a frog in it? Yeah. <laughs> Old wart throat. But, yeah, the, the 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 specials you have to collect from the frogs, and they're, yeah. in, they're finite. 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 There's what I'm looking for. Infinite? No, finite. Finite? Finite. 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 Digitally. Digitally. <laughs> Did, dig- distracted. <laughs> and what else was I going to say? Oh, yes. You can hold the B button and do a pulse attack. That's right. A la, very like, useful, very useful. Like yes. Mega Man in later in later games. And uh, do you want to admit the sad truth, Johnny, about that attack? Which thing? 
that we didn't figure it out until halfway through. Yeah, and then I'm that after at least two game overs. So <laughs> many people. I was watching my buddy's uh, stream, and he was playing the Turbo Graphics version, and didn't realize until my, or he maybe he forgot, but it was much later in the game, maybe stage four or five, that he was like, "Oh, that's right, the Psycho Wave, or whatever <laughs> it's called." Whoops, that is what it's called. It's very useful. It really is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But they're also limited. So the other, other thing I think we need to bring uh, bring out here is that mm-hmm. this game in itself has a lot of platforming in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. I would say, uh, I would definitely say that this is, this is of course, a action platformer, but I would say, I'm saying a lot here, and mm-hmm. just let me say what this would if you, you say? don't mind, uh, that it's, it might be even more platforming than it is action, in my yes, opinion. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. I agree. It's definitely more of a platformer than a than a beat 'em up because you know it's it sort of gives the illusion that it's like a beat 'em up mm-hmm. sort of platformer, but it's it's definitely heavily on the platforming side. Can I go and say something controversial that's going to make people nope. cancel their subscriptions to this podcast? Yeah, go ahead. Do We're, it. Just we got so many so to lose. This is the kind of platforming I'm notorious on this show for always talking about Donkey Kong Country. He won't shut up about it. And I can never put it into words why I think it's so great. I mean... And he tries for hours. Hey, but you know what they say, man. Honk if you donk. Exactly. That's, that is why it's so great. Once you go donkey, you can't... You can't stop you can't going go, donkey. You can't go bonk? I don't know. Yeah. It's the momentum of the platforming is the only way I can put it. Yeah. And very few games maintain that. But a game everybody talks about is DuckTales. We reviewed it on this podcast. We both liked it. Yeah. DuckTales has a few moments of just golden, blissful platforming, and then it's gone. This game, to me, I'm just going to say it, I like it better than DuckTales, because it does that constantly throughout the whole game. Those Ooh, this is precise, controversial for me, because yeah, I absolutely love DuckTales. I like this better than DuckTales for that reason alone. No, I mean, I like the Tales on Ducks. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, that's probably not that controversial. Except just now, you're like, oh, I didn't realize you were talking about the game myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Does that make any sense? Like, there's only nope. a few moments in Ducktales that are like that, but in this game, it's, I mean, those you got the cloud part where you're on the turtles. The whole time that I was all playing, kinds of the whole time like I was that. playing this Jackie Chan game, I kept thinking, this just needs like a pogo stick type thing. If it had that, then I would love this game. You're just being <laughs> contrary. That's right, Men's Warehouse. Anyways, <laughs> so this game, that's my quote of the day. Jackie Chan's action kung fu is what I wish Ducktales was. That's. Right. <laughs> It definitely has the platforming has like a great a great flow. There's not yes. a lot of moments where you know a lot of people. For my comparison, I would say a lot of people like to say how you know the thing that was so great about Sonic the Hedgehog was the speed. But there's so many times in Sonic the Hedgehog where you hit a wall and everything just comes to a screeching halt. Yeah, right, which is super frustrating, and nobody like all the, the Sonic yes. fans tend to avoid pointing that out. But in, in this game, there's no moment where it feels like you're just. You're stopped. It's constantly pushing you forward and progressing. Yes. Uh, even when you do get to the very frustrating uh, rocket turtle section, yeah. which yes. uh, you know I had a lot of trouble with when I was playing the game, uh, the, which are actually Gamora or, or Gamera, the uh, the, oh. the Gogeta enemy. Oh, I thought we we're talking Gardens of the Galaxy. Oh, I know, I, I know. That's probably why it came out the Gamora, because you yeah. know that's <laughs> totally not in the news right now. No, nope. but, <laughs> but yeah, Gamera. Uh, which is actually my favorite of the the kaiju monsters growing up was Gamera. And I was like, what? I'm jumping around on him. <laughs> oh, that is right. I can't believe I didn't put that together because I'm a giant Godzilla nerd. I, I didn't. Yeah. I thought, why are these turtles shooting rockets out of their butts? Yeah. I, I didn't get it. And I just assumed huh. that's what they did in nature. Yeah. 
But yeah, that, well, we've already gone over frogs, so yeah, that it's, momentum it's though that is so true, and that's yeah. So Donkey Kong Country, oh here we go, apparently took that from Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu. Did it? All I'm trying to say is that Jackie Theft. Chan's Action Kung Fu is the most influential game of all time. Okay, it um, is the as you said craft work. <laughs> yes. of all crafts ever. That's made. right. That's right. Exactly. No, seriously though, that's that's exactly it. It's that momentum that never Without quits. That this I love. game and Kraftwerk, we would not have macaroni and cheese. Yes, that's what you're trying to say. Do you know who Kraftwerk is? Because I realize I talk about them, and I'll, I never know if you're serious or not when you're joking. I know it's a band. Oh, okay, they play industrial type stuff. I believe. Yeah. See, I'm not as stupid as you look. <laughs> mm. I don't even know how to respond to that. I don't either. So yeah, the game, Dave. Weren't you glad you're on this show? I'm very. I eighty four percent. I think this is the right decision. There's no time for that to go down. I'm, I don't know if I told you about the Bliss Quiz. I'm shocked. That, I'm shocked. <laughs> oh, that check that in high. on my percentage at, uh, <laughs> at minute 88. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Don't tell Gerald over at Digital T Distracted. What did you say? Digity? Yeah. Digital T. Digital T. <laughs> no digity. So don't tell Gerald at Digital T what? That, uh, I'm going to be Game Dave's new co-host. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I can't even say the show well, correctly, so that's why he wants me on there. <laughs> Jared can come here then. Gerald. And, uh. Say it right. Jer- Jared Why would I say Digit- anything right? <laughs> Digity Distracted. Yeah. Jared from Digity Distracted can yeah. leave Game Dove and come here to write your right. list. Game, game Dove. <laughs> we'll do a trade. Yes. But the gameplay. Dave, do you have any Seisters? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Surprisingly, no. I just have Brithers. Okay. <laughs> no Seisters. What else could I say about the gameplay? <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> what else is there, really? Yeah, it, it's good. The, the the variety in the levels is just excellent. Oh, Trevor, I forgot to tell you. Right here, we're going to have a commercial for Men's Warehouse. Roll it. I've seen them all: big, small, wide, slim. Which is why at Men's Warehouse, we create the perfect fit. Now there's buy one get one free store wide. Because no matter what size your label says, it's time to like the way you look. Okay. Um, Proud but it is a short game. Yes. How short is it? Five levels. That's that's how short it is. Oh, if, if you're good, if you're really good, you can pull it off in about about a, a good thirty mins. Yeah, but you know what? And I don't. We're not get, that. I don't mean to get into the review yet, but I would rather have a game that feels beatable and short than one that just drags on and gets worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we played. So I tell every woman I run into, just for the show, we played how many games now? And we've had 114 or 15 episodes. There's a couple episodes where we play multiple games. And I'm going to just say, this is depressing, <laughs> but a good 50 to 60 plus percent of games we play, we end up just turning off because we just can't anymore. <laughs> like, okay, we're done. Yeah, there's a lot of games, even if you like them, they'll come to a point in that game in which you're like, I'm just kind of finished with this. Yeah. But this game, I feel like I could definitely beat it and it's very beatable. I might even beat it next time I play it, maybe. Especially if I cheat and put the code in. But I'm okay <laughs> with that because I want to continue. And it just feels, I don't know, it just feels good enough that I'm going to come back to it regardless of if I beat it or not. Um, but it is fair to say that it's a short game. So I will, I will say also control-wise, the controls felt very good. Uh, only a few times that I feel that I, f- that I fell and that I shouldn't have fallen when I was doing some platforming. Overall, it felt really precise, though. Oh, yeah. 
And yeah, I really, what is great when you do fall, it's hilarious because just just the the personality they've given to Jackie's sprite. Yes, yes. You almost look forward to him burning his butt in in the fire level yep. because of the, just the way he reacts, like yes. holding his butt. He's like, oh, oh! It's just like when he slides down a rope in a Jackie Chan action movie. Yeah, he's like blowing on his hands, like ooh, ooh, ooh. it's <laughs> perfect. Or, or like even when you've taken your final like hit and he's like and he's right before your continue screen the the sprite of Jackie Chan all beat up yeah. laying down like that is just a hilarious looking sprite. You know what that reminds me of? Did you ever play the game Panic Restaurant? It's a, it's a really rare expensive game. Now. I've played it. But when the chef dies, he just lays on the ground twitching. That's yeah. what that reminds me of. Yeah. Um. You still there, Game Dave? Yes. Okay, just make sure. He just didn't want to talk about your other game. I just remember something. I can't remember if it's in your video review of this or not, so I'm going to ask you anyways. Did you? Which level was it where if you fall, this giant purple leg catches you and kills you? It's the one. Oh, yeah. where, it's the turtle level. Is it the turtle level? Okay. Because <laughs> yeah, I yeah, fell yeah, and you're making your way to the coming. top too. Because yeah. uh, that big purple guy is the, the cyclops looking guy is the boss. Yes. That was so amazing. The boss. The boss. Little touches like that aren't necessary, but they're so cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, it's, it's basically you're climbing up his his clouded skirt, which is super awkward. Yeah, yes, he really is. But I mean, is there anything and else? You gotta punch him in the eye over and over again. Mm-hmm. So mean, so cruel. Is, is there anything else about the gameplay that we should bring up before we get into our final review? Is that what you were trying to say? You're welcome. Nah, nah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to rush it. Is there anything else about the gameplay you feel is burning? No, I think we covered it. Okay. Let's let's do our final reviews of Jackie so, Chan. So what we just did, the man himself. Oh, the man himself. <laughs> he's uh, still in good shape. Yeah. I mean, he's getting older. He is. But, he's still doing movies. Though. I want to see yeah. that one he just did recently that I haven't seen, where he's playing a more serious role. Oh I yeah, I forgot what it's called, but I do want the to see Foreigner. It. That's it. Yeah. Yes, it was good. I had to see it. as soon as I was like, "Man, a Jackie Chan movie in theaters." Yes, I got to see it. It was uh, a lot of a lot of Pierce Brosnan in that movie too, which you know, hey, I, I like Pierce Brosnan. Hey, yeah, yeah, he, he will always but, be my 007. Embarrassingly, there was a time when I thought he was the best 007 because he was the one I grew up with. Was hey, you know what? Nostalgia vision is a yeah. serious, yeah. serious it business. Nostalgia. But what we do on this show is, uh, whether we're informed or have the really good reason to or not, we do go ahead and assign scores to games. And we're rarely informed. We're rarely right. But, uh... I we can just go first. Go ahead, show him how it's done, or show him how <laughs> not to do it, and then he can do what he wants to do. Yeah. Whatever I do, Dave, just do whatever you know sounds better than this. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, so, overall, I really love this. I love this game way more than I expected to. This really reminded me of River City Ransom in that it was a game that I didn't really know about, and it kind of came out of nowhere, and I loved it. Like, mm-hmm. I still go back and play River City Ransom because of how much I loved it when we played it for this show. And I feel this is going to be that same type of game. It's got its own sense of humor. Uh, you can't go wrong having Jackie Chan, but even if Jackie Chan wasn't involved with this game, and it was just something else, just some random character, I think I still would have loved this game quite a lot. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. The platforming is awesome. Uh, I loved how bright and colorful this game is. And I really love that even when uh, you mess up and, and you die in this game, that it still has a sense of humor about itself. Mm-hmm. I really love that. So uh, I was pleasantly surprised with this game, and I will definitely go back and play it. I'm going to give this game, man, this is tough. Out of 10, I'm giving this, I'm going to give this an 8.5. 
Really love this game a lot. I will go back and play it. The, the music is, is is fantastic. If you haven't played this game, uh, there's cheap ways to get it, like through through the the Japanese version, which is all in English. So I'm gonna go ahead and tell people uh, pick this game up, but at least give it a shot. I mean, you can get the uh, what's it called, the Famicom converter. It's just a little cartridge that you stick a Famicom cartridge into. You can get that and the Famicom game for probably less than you can get just the the American version of the game, the NES oh, version. Absolutely, yeah. So, if if I mean, granted, there's a lot cheaper ways to play too. If you don't care about playing the actual cartridge, but I know Game Dave's opinion on that because of an episode of Digitally Distracted. Yeah, digitally distracted. Digitally distracted. <laughs> he prefers the actual cartridge. I do. I prefer yes. it. I prefer it. But sometimes, you know, you got to do what you got to do. That's that's me too. Yep. That's how the show runs. So I'll, I'll let the guests go last with the save the good review for last. That's probably the best idea. Sure, we'll see. Um, it's this game to me is the definition of something that's just it comes and it presents something just awesome and wonderful, and then it leaves. Yeah, it's like, like me when I enter a room, except for the first part of what I said. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Like it's it it's just my review could be summed up by my first feeling when I first turned it on. Because as soon as I picked up the controller and moved and did a punch or a kick, I was like, yep, this game's great. Like, I just knew right then. You can just tell that quick that the, it just feels right. Um, it is very short, so, I mean, I guess that comes into my review somewhat, but I still prefer that so much over a game that just drags on. Um, you, you stole my score because I was bouncing between eight and eight and a half, and I'm like, you know what? This is just top-tier NES action platforming. I like this better than DuckTales. I like this better than some other big games we play that I'm not remembering right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's definitely better than Uncanny X-Men. Yes, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Yep. 100% better than Uncanny X-Men. You, you should cover that on the channel, Dave. Yeah, there you go. That yeah. sounds like a super fun time. Oh, it, yeah. it is. It's horrible. But anyways, <laughs> I love this game. I'm giving it an 8.5 out of 10. If it were twice as long... This might be top five NES games of all time for me. It's still pretty darn close, to be honest. Yeah, I'd agree. What do you think, Dave? Well, I'd agree with you. It definitely it leaves you wanting more, which you might also say is is a good thing. You don't want to you want to leave them wanting more instead of giving them so much that they're they're tired of you at the end of the date. Right. I mean, at the end of the gameplay. So <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, the graphics are they're absolutely average. But because of the personality and style of those average graphics, it boosts them. And, uh, you know, we've talked about how short it is, but it's definitely a short and sweet and to the point experience. It, it doesn't add any, there's no fat that you have to cut through to enjoy this game. It's just, mm -hmm. it, it's what it needs to be. And the great thing is, because it is a little bit difficult, and when you run out of lives and you go back to the beginning of the game... It doesn't take you that long to get back to where you were, which is nice. And, you know, it's just that classic NES hard where you have to replay levels over and over again. And then you end up being an expert by the time you do complete the game. And then you've got the, the variety of levels is great. It kind of stays away from the generic levels, though it does have the fire level and the icy level. But you got to. They're, they're classic platforming tropes. You got to have those mm -hmm. in the game. And and it mixes things up with the uh, we didn't talk about the bonus stages. Oh yeah, get to like kick fish and beat up wooden robotic dummies, just like Jackie Chan does in most of his movies. Yep, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, there's enough variety in the action. It's not just punches and kicks. You've got those bonus items that give you the bonus powers, and of course the 
the long distance attack as well. So, I mean, overall, if I had to, if I had to score it, if I had to score it, I'd give it, uh, I'd probably go with you guys about that eight, eight and a half, but because it's Jackie, it gives me that little extra tick, that little extra boost. So I'm going to give this nine Jackies out of 10, nine Jackies. That's really good. And I'm glad you said that about the bonus levels, because that's a game we played recently. (laughs) Karate Kid by LJN. Yeah. Um, Ooh, good luck with those bonus levels. That's, oh yeah. man, those uh, those really made us appreciate these bonus levels. Yes, because it's, the bonus levels are skill based in, in Jackie Chan, and and in the in the Karate Kid game, they're just they feel random and hey, timing based. Yeah. What are you yeah. talking about? You know how many flies I caught with my chopsticks? Yeah, a bunch just by pressing the button a lot. I was very good at it. So yeah, this game did the bonus levels right. I really I really like that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So this yeah, is yeah. Retro Blist and Game Dave approved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure what the NES game goes for, but it's expensive because uh, I know I looked for it. But the Famicom cartridge is very doable, and I, I recommend you find a way to play it. But I think we should stop talking for a minute. And run a commercial? And run a commercial break. Let's do it. Jackie Chan is here. Remember, I'm not letting you do any stunts, okay? Mr. Chan, you want to make a movie with my client, Diet Pepsi? Your client will be perfect. We would insist on a stunt double. No problem. Watch my back, okay? Look at you. You look great. Aren't you glad you didn't do the stunts? Man, we're going to get sweet money from that commercial from the 90s or 80s. That's right. We always play, just so Game Dave knows, we always play retro commercials during that. Nice. This whole episode's been like a tour. We're like taking Game Dave on a tour of Retro Bliss City. Yeah, yeah. To see if he <laughs> wants to get an apartment or not. Yeah. <laughs> he's 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 going to move out of yeah, that yeah. underpass. Break, break that lease. <laughs> His percentage is down in the 70s now, I'm sure. <laughs> so, Game Dave, speaking of wanting to get out desperately, I think I might have mentioned to you, we do like to do a little quiz show at the end of every episode. But before that, Trevor, I think it's time for a game break. Game break. Oh, got him. with the references <laughs> that's right just like on his hit show the digitally distracted distract us distracted right. us hit hit podcast literally tens of downloads hey i'm one of those tens on yeah podca- on I'm, I'm 10 of those tens <laughs> that's right so make sure you check out that podcast honestly it's very good uh it's where he and his buddy just discuss different top- topics in video games or top six whichever top six, way you want to yep. say that word top, uh, either, top six that's right uh uh, so we thought, since Dave's joining us this time, this will be the time we can get to know Dave a little bit. So yeah, and uh, Dave, in your show, I'm sure you know, you've probably heard, that in your show you do this little thing called a game break where you just stop talking about the game and talk about something else. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Johnny, what do you yes, want to talk about? Dave, we just have a lot of questions, and I mean, gosh, millions, but we won't ask them all. And don't worry, we've not planned this ahead of time, so it's okay that you've not planned anything ahead of time either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, we just want to like like let you talk about your your YouTube channel, like what got you into doing those type of videos. Because if you have not seen a Game Dave video, especially the ones that have the storyline driven, they're not just a guy looking at the camera talking about a game. And there's plenty of channels that are like that that are good, 
But you go the extra mile. There's a lot of really great editing on these. Mm-hmm. They feel like almost like they're small films in a way. So what? just kind of talk to us. What kind of got you into wanting to do YouTube videos and going the extra mile with them? Well, I actually started on YouTube way back when in uh, 2006, I think is the first time I uploaded a video, which was pre-Game Dave. Was before I had uh, sort of branded myself, I hate that word brand, but before <laughs> I, you know, made the Game Dave channel, I was doing just random skits and shorts and fight scenes and just just sort of all sorts of silly stuff. And uh, you know, I've always been into game collecting, and and you know, I've gone through phases where I've stopped collecting and I've gotten rid of games and I've gotten games back, and I was you know starting to look at YouTube in a different way. Uh, from before, because, you know, I was just uploading whatever videos I would have made anyway to that old channel, and then I was like, you know, let me take this seriously, let me just try to have a, a focus, and, you know, YouTube is all about sharing passions and things that really interest you, so video games seem like the obvious choice, and to combine that with my video production skills it just seemed like a good fit, so the original um, plan for the channel was to be almost completely story-driven. Huh. So the first few episodes, which are currently not available anywhere online, uh, they may return in some form in the future, but I don't want to give that away yet. <laughs> but the first seven videos on the channel were actually a series called Next Game Dave, where I was... It just opened up the first episode. There was this weird camera looking at me in this weird enclosed room that I was stuck in. And I had this weird like flight suit on and there was a TV <laughs> stuck in the wall and this voice was talking to me and having me play games and do these weird challenges and I didn't know where I was and a hose would come down and, and shave my face and cut my hair for me. <laughs> and So it was, it was really ridiculous because I was like, you know what? You got to stand out on YouTube. So I'm going to do something so ridiculous out of nowhere. So I basically did the seven piece short film series, which actually which some people might not know, only the the OG people who have found the channel way back then when I was very small, that series is actually a prelude or prequel to the storyline series that is on the channel now. They actually connect in a lot of weird ways, which hopefully, if I ever get to do the next season of the storyline, you'll start, start to see how they all connect and sort of pull back the making of the sausage, as they say, so you can see... <laughs> what's all going into it. So that's how I started the channel. And then, you know, it was very time consuming. It was very difficult. I kind of finished that series and transitioned into just, you know, talking about games. And I did some things about gaming memories and uh, did some reviews. And I sort of jumped around between modern stuff and I've done retro stuff. And and then I was like, you know what? I, I had this thing in the back of my head. I want to get back to this storyline stuff. I like telling stories. I like making films. So I was like, I'll do it within the guise of reviews, and these little pieces of story elements will sort of feed in, which makes it a self-contained story, and I was like so excited to do that, and uh, it, it was a lot of work to the point where I had to, had to take a break, and then hopefully down the road as the channel grows, if the channel grows, I'll continue that story. Sweet. Very, very awesome. And just a side note, Dave, if you ever need a soothing, beautiful Southern voice to do like to do the voice of a game or something like you do on there, uh, holler at your boy. 
Noted. Matthew uh, McConaughey. Yep. <laughs> Noted. Yeah, I, I got his number right here. All right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what's a game? Now, you mentioned this. I think we've all kind of went through this, uh, where we kind of, if we love retro games, we will collect them, and then we'll get rid of them, and then we'll collect them again. I think all of us at one point in our lives that kind of went through that, I know I did as well, mm-hmm. for whatever reasons. But is there a game that you got rid of that you wish you hadn't? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> That's a good. Uh, that's a good question. Probably, I see. Here's the thing: I was so young, I'm not sure if this was the one I got rid of. There's another one that's very stupid that I got rid of that I mentioned on the uh, on digitally distracted, but I'm almost certain I had Bucky O'Hare. Oh, oh in my yeah. original NES collection as a kid, and I've told this story before where I I sold all forty of my Nintendo games because I thought the NES was broken because, <laughs> you know, I was young. I didn't know anything about pin connectors and the fact that they got dirty or they got bent and it started flashing. And, you know, my family was like, oh, well, NES is broken. Just throw it out. Yeah. And then I had all these NES cartridges. So I decided to sell them in the paper like you used to do back in the day and sold them for nothing. And I'm almost certain Bucky O'Hare who was in that collection of cartridges. So that that's the one that I, I feel like that that's probably the worst one because it's not one that I've regained in my collection, and I highly doubt I will because I just can't. It's not Jackie Chan's action kung fu, so it's not quite the point where I could justify the cost. You know, yeah, because it's a very expensive game. So there's that one, and then the other one would be this more of a ridiculous one was <laughs> Chocobo Racing for the <laughs> yes. for the for the PlayStation. I, I love that. that game. I played the crap out of it, and it was at that time where. I wasn't sure if I wanted to keep games that I had beaten or not, unless they had a really super intense connection to me. And I'm a big Final Fantasy fan. And I traded it into GameStop of all places, which I never trade games into GameStop. (laughs) And regretted it very quickly. And I think like two, three, maybe four months later, I bought a brand new copy again from GameStop. (laughs) But I think by that point, it was so cheap that it probably wasn't much different than when when I had bought it the first time or, or I mean, traded in the credit was probably the same as what I paid for like 20 bucks or whatever so it's kind of it's that's sort of a my dumb one but yeah Bucky O'Hare I I really think it was in that collection because I remember playing it at my friend's house all the time so it's it's probably that one you know it's you got me th- thinking about thinking about that I know this question went for me but no you can answer it well let me ask you Trevor has there ever been a game that you got rid of that you wish you hadn't? <laughs> well, I think a game that has saved that from happening, this is, I don't think I've admitted this to you yet. Oh, God, this is, so wait, oh, this, this is, is really getting dark. Wait, wait, wait. For, this is very retro, recent. So, retro Blist Confessions. Confessions. Mm. So very recently, I thought about selling some of my stuff, like my hobbies, because I have, I kind of have three main hobbies. Board games, video games, and Lego. And this new job is just like taking all my time. It's kicking my butt. I'm like, uh, I don't have time for all this. You know, nobody really cares if we just play games, you know, digitally on the emulation. I'm just, I might just sell my whole collection. And I, and I don't know that I would have done it, but I was kind of in a dark place. And this was just like a month ago. And you know what saved it? Like just, just made me decide, no, that's stupid. I would regret that so much. Octopath Traveler. Oh, yeah. It saved my game collection because I was convinced I was going to start looking for ways to sell it off. 
And it reminded me, you know what? I love these old RPGs. You know, I love, and I went back through and looking through my collection, like, no, I would miss these games too much. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not going to sell them RPGs, then I'm not going to sell any of them. That's basically yeah. the conclusion I came to. No, that's, <laughs> no, and that's how I've always been. Even when I dropped big game collections, I never got rid of my RPGs. And from that box of games, I kept Final Fantasy because that was my first real RPG yeah. experience. So I still have my childhood copy of Final Fantasy for NES. But yeah, I could never get rid of my RPGs. I just couldn't. I couldn't yeah. do it. I mean, I barely was able to let go of a Final Fantasy spinoff in Chocobo Racing, and I still ended up getting it back. <laughs> what, are you going? Are you going to ask me the same question, Johnny? What? No, game? I won't want David okay. to ask me. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, Jonathan. Yes. <laughs> yes, Davidson. Is there a, is there a game that you just you regret letting go of that you know just made you tear up inside? And I'm not talking about those shower tears. I'm talking about those real tears. You know, you know, Davidson. I'm really glad you uh, <laughs> thought thought of this question to ask me. I've always wanted to be asked that. There's a there's a game that I've literally had twice and gotten rid of twice, and I slowly hate myself every day for it because well, Hot Shots Golf Two. Yeah. yeah okay. There's it. two games <laughs> that, uh, and the other one would be for the Sega Genesis because I didn't get a Super Nintendo. I ended up getting a Sega Genesis. And the game that I had for that was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Hyperstone Heist. Mm. I had it at one time, and then, like an idiot, I sold it. And I'm a giant turtle nerd, so I should have mm-hmm. never done that. And then, uh, before Blockbuster went out of business, they would sell their games a lot of times yeah. for really cheap. And I yeah, bought I got a it. ton of those. Yeah, and I bought it again, and I was like, oh, I'm so happy to have this. And then I sold my Genesis in every game that I had. <laughs> and I'm very mad to this day that I did that to the point oh. where that's why I cry in the shower and when I drive and when I'm putting my pants on. Probably one of the worst <laughs> ones for me. When I'm putting my pants on, sorry. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it's, it's, I just sob anytime I have to put my pants on. <laughs> Whenever you don't put your pants on, it's just one of the worst things that can happen to me, honestly. But, yeah. No, uh, but remember, man's uh, got to be free. This one hurt you as bad as it did me. Uh, we'll be, I'll be the judge of that. Uh, RC Pro-Am 2. Yes. Oh, Ooh, man. Yeah. Yes. I traded it for Mario Brothers 3, which at the time was great because that game never came down in price back in the day. Mm-hmm. But now, I'm so, uh, yeah. RC I'm, Pro-Am 2 is over $100. You know? That almost ended our friendship. <laughs> yeah. That was, I really that was love that game. That's great such a great game. game. Great and I've series. never been able to replace it because I can never find it for halfway reasonable. So that was yeah. our uh, game break. Game break. But there is one final order of business. Oh, what's that, Trevor? It's the British quiz. quiz. All right, now, usually, Dave, during our Bliss quiz... Uh, Trevor and I both have questions that we ask each other, and whoever gets the most questions right wins. Uh, they usually don't win anything, but uh, last time, in the last episode, the loser had to chew gum that came out of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trading cards uh, that from 1990, so it was 28 years old. Uh, I lost, <laughs> and then I lost again. Because <laughs> it was not a pleasant experience, but Trevor ended up being a being a boss, and he tried it too. It tasted like moldy drywall. Yeah. If you ever eaten like if you ever went to like an old person's attic and you decided to eat the floor, that's what this gum kind of mm. tasted like. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. there's no there's nothing like that today. We're doing it a little different today. I just day. wrote down five questions that are so random that if I had to bet money, I'll put my money on Game Dave. They're random enough. I think you both you but. It, <laughs> 
Who's with who? Yeah, so, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So what, what, what Both is tra- you have a chance is what I was trying to say. What he's trying to say, Dave, it's it's Johnny. It's Jonathan versus Davithan. Yes. Mm-hmm. In the yes. Bliss Quiz. So whoever so, gets the most uh, wins and the loser has to, I don't know, leave their podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh boy! So what is it? What is this first? First to buzz in, or how's this work? So uh, I'll let you know. It depends on the question. Uh, there's going to be five different. questions. This first question is going to be buzz in with your name. First okay. to buzz in gets to answer it first. But if you're wrong, the other person gets a chance to answer. Um, there's going to be four choices, but you can buzz in any time. You don't have to wait for all the choices. Gotcha. Mm. So, game, Dave. Mm. Oh, Johnny, Dave. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Question number one. Which of these is not a real Jackie Chan game? Is it A, Jackie Chan Stuntmaster? B, Jackie Chan and Fist of Fire? C, Jackie Chan Sudoku Master? D, Buzzing In. Oh. Sudoku Master? That's correct. I made that one up. Boom. Uh, There was also Jackie Chan Adventures, which is real. Yes, well, for, that's, the Game Boy, for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. I would have known that because it's based on the animated show. Oh, mm-hmm, animated. That's, right. that's one for Game Dave, zero for Team RB. Oh, wow. Just as we just as we predicted. Fist, Fist of yep. Fire was the arcade game, right? It sure was. I don't yes, know that for a fact. I'm just so. assuming you're right. And was oh, yeah, it Stuntmaster so on PS2 or PS1? Yeah, Stuntmaster was for yeah. PS1. Love yeah. that game. And then, yeah, there was that this really obscure yeah. arcade game where, with like Mortal Kombat graphics starring Jackie Chan. No. Jackie Chan! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Johnny, time to redeem yourself. Okay. Question number two is find the bargain. Oh. So, uh, let's see. How do we want to do this one? We're going to do the honor system. I want you each to write down your choice or in your head. I don't care if you write it down. Okay. And just right. be honest, and then uh, we'll see who gets the right answer. So what, what are we trying to do here? You're going to give us So a- you're going to find the bargain. I went to eBay. And I looked for three buy now items, and you're going to find the one that's the cheapest. And we're going to write down the one we think is the cheapest? Yep. Okay, gotcha. Makes sense? Yes. So, yes. is the cheapest item a Jackie Chan wax statue, a drunken master sticker sheet, I, I want that, or a 12-foot by 5-foot movie banner for Around the World in 80 Days? Ooh. And we're, we're choosing the which one is the, the cheapest? The cheapest, yes. Okay. Okay. So the wax statue, the sticker sheet, or the twelve foot by five foot put movie banner. You're doing well. Thank you. Well, what's the great. sticker sheet from? Drunken Master. It's a single sheet of stickers. I think it's about ten stickers. Okay. I have a letter written down. Alrighty. All right. I chose C. Johnny yeah, fixed them. Yeah, I also chose the banner. All right. Well, the banner goes for a cool five hundred and fifty dollars. Woo! Chump change. The wax statue was definitely the most expensive. It was fifteen thousand nine hundred, as it should be. So you both think that this movie banner is more or is less than a sheet of stickers? I'm going to assume you threw in a sheet of stickers to throw us off, only because it's from Drunken Master. Yes. I think it'd be cheaper. Well, you both got a point because oh, right. the Drunken Master sticker sheet was eleven hundred and eighty dollars or best offer. Oh Ooh. my gosh! Yes, or best. What offer. a bargain! Best off. I do like I do like a good sticker. I'm not going to lie. So that is two for Game Dave and non-Game Johnny. Actually, writing NGJ. He, he is. Is one point. All right. Uh, three questions remain. Still anybody's game? So. Getting nervous. 
Here's another one where I'm going to let you both uh, just come up with your own answer. You don't need to buzz in. Actually, yeah, buzz in. That's more exciting. (laughs) There's four choices. Buzz in with your name. According to NBC News, what is the most popular Chinese food in America? Okay. So just so Game Dave knows, we have a running gag where Trevor and I always eat at the Chinese buffets. Yes. And by running gag, he means we do it way too often. Yeah, by running gag, it means we've done it quite a few times. (laughs) So is the most popular in America the egg roll, the sesame chicken, the general soju? Johnny. Okay. I'm going to go on a limb and say sesame chicken. That's one of my favorites. It is not sesame chicken. That gummit, America is wrong. Right. Let me let me hear There's those still, options. Yeah, I didn't even get to the last one. It's egg roll, sesame chicken, or fried rice because it was not General So Chicken. Oh, that's tough. I mean, you would think. I mean, everywhere. Sorry, oh, you go to like the hibachi. I said that backwards. Get, you said sesame chicken. Yeah, I did. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yes, you, continue. Maybe that fried rice sometimes with the. I'm gonna go egg roll though. That seems like such a classic. This is weird to me. It's one of my favorites with this unhealthy artery clogging goodness. But General So Chicken, they said, is the most popular. Wow. <laughs> According to whom? NBC people. NBC. Yeah. I would have thought fried rice, maybe even, but not General So Chicken. But, yeah, anyways, crazy. that's still two to one with two questions remaining. Still anybody's game. Goodness gracious. So, how much? General So. This is one where you do need to write it down. Okay, gotcha. Because you're going to be the closest without going over is going to get this. All right. Without going over. Okay. Yes. Perfect. And there is math involved. So I'm going to use the honor system, no calculators. And I'm only giving Great. you 10 seconds to answer. Oh, so you're just going to you're gonna have to go with your gut. All so right. Are we buzzing in? Nope. Just uh, come up with your answer. And in 10 seconds, I'll make Johnny answer first because uh, you're the guest. Whew, thank God. Sorry. Sorry for the pressure. I know it's, uh, it's intense. Sorry, I thrive under this. How much would it cost? I'm going to take my pants off real quick. For you to not do that. <laughs> Tens of dollars. Yeah. For real. How much would it cost to eat ramen noodles every meal for an entire year? Closest without going over in 10 seconds. That's three meals a day. Every day for a whole year. How much would it cost you to eat a year's worth of meals of ramen noodles? I just took a giant guess. Without going over, Johnny, what is your guess? $10,000. <laughs> Alright, game Dave. For a year? One dollar. I was gonna assume I was wrong. Yeah, for one year of ramen noodles. Uh, for one year, I don't I don't know. I mean they're so cheap. Two two fifty? Two hundred and fifty bucks. I don't know. <clears throat> so the average price for a pack of ramen noodles is thirteen cents. Oh, is it really? Um, I'm just gonna blow your I guess mind. This is, I don't eat that stuff. <laughs> well, that's probably good because they've been proven to kill you. Oh boy. <laughs> so $142 and 35 cents for an entire year's worth of meals. Oh. Is that not crazy? That's you could eat three meals a day every day of the year for 142 bucks. So you're, are wow. you saying? But you'd probably die within two years. So you're saying that I was close with my ten thousand? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's why I laughed. <laughs> okay. I didn't say steak. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that being said, it is still two to one. With only one question left. All right. So if there's a tiebreaker, I'm going to have to come up with something. Okay. Ooh, a gentleman's tie. Yes. Yeah, I'm cool with so, this, just tying, to be honest with this you. This last question is special. Okay. I love special questions. I went to the fans of Retro Blist. We do have those, Dave. I know it's we a do. shot. We have couples of them. Yeah. And I said, hey, what's your favorite Jackie Chan movie? And uh, I've, I'm going to just read out all the answers. And um, when you think you know it, buzz in. The okay. one that was voted by our fans as their favorite? The, the one most? that was voted on the most. Okay. All the ones I'm giving you were voted on at least once. Okay. So I'll, I'll just let you know. There's one, two, three, four, 
seven different movies when you think you know, you can buzz in. All right. Was the most loved movie by Retroblist fans, Cannonball Run, Shane <laughs> Noon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Shane Noon. Noon, Super Cop, Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. Dr- oh, that was correct. I knew it was, it was either Super Cop or Rumble in the Bronx. Those are two of his classics. We also have one drunken master, Tuxedo, Tuxedo. by one of our y- younger fans, and Shanghai Knights. Yep. I can't believe the Sh- both Shanghai movies ended up on there. Yes. Crazy yeah. I had to make sure that they were two different movies. Some Owen Wilson fans <laughs> yes. running up in here. We have hey, some... let's let's do Rush Hour with a white guy. Yeah, let's do that. And let's make them <laughs> cowboys. <laughs> it's win-win. That's a hit. And speaking of hit, uh, Gang Davis destroyed you. Yeah, that's not a shocker. <laughs> destroyed him by one point. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I, I got to leave our podcast now. I guess so, but before you do, I think we should thank the folks who've supported us. You yeah. know, Gang Dave has so many patrons, he can't do this, but we can still call them out by name at this point. <laughs> yeah, we still can. They're growing, but we can still totally totes yes. do this. Eventually, this might get really annoying. Yeah. Or it might shrink, you never know. They actually already ask us not to do this. Yeah, so we do it anyway. <laughs> they go out of their way to say, hey, don't bring my name up in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and so we do it anyway. Thank you very much, Nick Stevens. That's right, Nick. Nick, Nick, Nick. Keith Nick, Jones. Nick, Nick. Keith, Keith. Bradley Boson. What's up, Bradley? Dadley. Ch- Dadley. <laughs> Dadley. <laughs> this is not even close to Dadley. No wonder Daniel. They, want, they want their names out of your mouth. <laughs> no, I want Dadley. Daniel Chavez. He's Dadley Chavez now. Now, this guy's name is what always tricky. Momley? This guy's name is always tricky for us. My momly and Dadley. I think it's Michael. That's very close. Okay. It's Michael Dadley. Okay. Timothy McGowan. McGowan. That's right. Caleb Dixon. Ooh, Caleb. Andrew Coed. Thanks, Andrew. Peter Panda. Peter Panda. Anthony Mullen. Anthony Mullen. Jason Bennett. Jason. Christopher M. Scholes. Scholes. (laughs) Jason Wilson. What's up? Keith Farnham. Holler at your boy. Dig Dougie. Dig, 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 dig. Sean Fritz. Sean Fritz. Trevor is the best. Trevor is... Nah, you almost <laughs> got me. <laughs> so, if we could end this episode with Dave telling us his overall view of Retroblist. Like, <laughs> give us a number Give us a number review uh, of 1 through 10. <laughs> oh, we're, we're wiping out the percentage at this point, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, I want your percentage, too. Let's get both. What's your percentage? Uh, would you... Would you buy... Retroblist, and would you put a hotel on it? Uh, let us know. <laughs> Let's see. So I, 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 I got in there early with the eighty-four percent. We dropped to that seventy percent. Yeah, fair. Uh, at one point, but I, I would say we we hit a a juicy, Ooh. a juicy and delicious square hamburgered ninety. I'll give you a ninety-four percent, ninety-four percent excitement rate. That's an A in most a. schools. You're That's getting an, an A. Get That's an, an exciting I'm not, score. But I don't want to give you a big head and give you an A plus so soon. No. That's maybe, smart. Maybe if you have me back on. That's really smart. Uh, I've been known to have a big head. Yes, physically it is That's, large. Yes, physically. Keep them wanting more. That's right. That's right. Uh, Dave, we are we are thrilled that you join us. Thank you so much, man. Of course. Is there anything you would like to plug before we... Uh, we shut up and turn the show off. Yeah, if you want to speak clearly with English instead of the way we plugged you, yeah. that would be fine. Yeah, digitally. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can find me in most places as Game Dave. Uh, GameDave.com takes you straight to the YouTube channel, which is sort of my main hub. And there's also Digitally Distracted, which is now in podcast form, but also video form 
on the YouTube channel, but you can find Digitally Distracted on pretty much any of the, the podcast platforms that are out there. Yep. If you Google Game Dave, you'll find Game Dave because I do it a couple times a week usually. No, that's so inappropriate. Well, I'm in the it's bathroom my, and I want to watch something. It's easier than subscribing. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do subscribe, but I never sign in because it's just... This is a quick rant real quick. Sometimes I do because I want to give thumbs up, though. You want me to give, I'm going to give a quick rant. So, I watch all my YouTube videos on my Xbox One hot, uh, hashtag humblebrag. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, of course, watch Game Dave on there so I can watch it on my big TV. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, for whatever reason, it keeps signing me out of it. So I got to keep signing in just to uh, subscribe and watch those videos and get their counts up. Yep. And I uh, get annoyed by it quite a lot. And that's one of the reasons why I never wear pants and I cry. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a great way to end the show. You just do? Is, yeah. Me pantsless, yeah. you crying, and Dave wondering why he did this. Yeah. <laughs> so Dave, just uh, don't eat too many ramen noodles. And don't Noted. accept every invitation to every podcast that invites yeah, you. Yeah, this should be a big lesson to you that just because a podcast says, hey, game day, please join us, you probably should look into it before saying yes. Mm-hmm. Do a little research. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs> somebody had somebody. Yes, that's right. Uh, Dave, <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for having us on your show called Retro Blist. We really appreciate us being here on your show. Uh, You're welcome. You're welcome, gentlemen. For Trevor Franklin, for Game Dave himself, uh, stay blisty, blisters, retro blist.